Wow, do we have something to tech about, where every episode focuses on ways students create digital evidence of active learning. As a Google for Education district, students and educators alike have free, unlimited access to apps that support creativity, collaboration, communication, and critical thinking, all elements of 21st century active learning. We are Google for Education certified trainers, Drew and Angie, with something Something to to tech about. So we're happy to be back in the newsroom after a brief hiatus. Um, This is Drew and Angie, and we are kicking off this episode with a geography focus. Um, We're we're going to talk about using G Suite apps, MyMaps, and Tour Builder. Um, Because with these apps, it's possible to integrate all sorts of things, geography, social studies, language arts, really any content area at all, and bring the technology in with it. So Drew, um, what are you thinking about when you think about MyMaps? And Tour Builder. Okay. Well, I'm kind of focusing more on the My Maps right now, but okay. I guess you can um, put Tour Builder in there. But I know, like, and I'm sure most of us do this, whenever we want to travel somewhere, we, where do I want to go? How do I get there? What do we do? I open an app. Yep. We pull up our phone, <laughs> we punch in the information, and bam, our device tells us exactly where to go and where not to go, basically. Where to turn. Yes. And I think for me personally, Personally, this has limited my sense of direction. I never, if I'm in a town and I'm just using my my device mm-hmm. telling me where to go, I never get a sense of things around me. I don't particularly look for, you know, a, like a landmark. Or landmark, something. thank you. My um, spatial reasoning skills are mm-hmm. out of whack. And then, again, not really forced to pay attention to landmarks. So I think not being able to use a Kind of a not a like a necessarily map. a paper map like when but, we were kids. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> those mapping skills are still an important for students um, to be able to do. Oh sure, I mean just knowing where you are and how to get to the next place, knowing where you are in the world in your community. I mean it definitely brings a different level of realization to mm-hmm. your spot on the map, so to speak. Right, right. So when we're talking about fitting it into educational um, courses, this helps with spatial reasoning skills. It helps with critical thinking. You can put in problem solving using mapping. Um, And students are more apt to see the big picture of, you know, um, if they're working, studying something in Europe, they can see all of Europe and where each of those little places that they may be discussing or discovering see where they fit into the entire picture absolutely and the thing that i think we should talk about too is um the difference between just google maps and my maps Mm -hmm. and the reason i say that is because hey everybody i'm back in the classroom now (laughs) (laughs) and so i have students and um talking about my maps and when i brought it up the first time they're like yeah 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 miss angie i've got that on my phone i know what i know what google maps is but when it came down to the difference between Google My Maps and actually being able to edit a map and do some... Add your own information. Add, yes, and, add your own information mm-hmm. add, or add research points to it. That was sort of a, I won't say mind-blowing. Well, I guess I just did. But it was definitely an eye-opener for them mm-hmm. that there were two different things. So, um, yes, using Google My Maps as a place to think about all those other things that Drew just talked about with directions and measurement and all these different things can really be a fun thing. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of times I've said thing, but you'll edit that out, right? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
We'd like to mention Common Sense Media as a resource and a guide to help students navigate a world that is ever-changing. So what is Google My Maps? Um, It's basically an online mapping tool, and it allows the users students, teachers, to drop pins for certain areas that they may be studying. Um, They're able to add images, you can add descriptions, and there are a lot of other um, editable options, you know, colors and... You can edit the pins so that it has a different Mm -hmm. type of drop, not just the Google teardrop. It's almost like an upside down teardrop. Mm -hmm. Um, You can edit that and give different, like even a paw print or a different color or whatever. Right. And I think one of the biggest things is that it's shareable so that you can share the my maps with partners that you may be working in a group um, they can collaborate on a single my map to put all of their information in just one map so I think that's a good part just like all the other Google apps yes I have a, a project like that going on in my classroom right now that my principal wants the students to have a sense of a technology timeline in terms of what inventions have impacted society mm, mm-hmm. over the course of society's life as we've been on this planet. So I'm using Google My Maps, and we have several different layers. So yes. each layer is a different major time period, like medieval time or ancient world and things like that. So students are going through collaboratively, and they all have access. So that means they all have access to edit. And dropping pins on a current map of the world, yeah. <laughs> and then having to find what it would, where that place would have been back in 1000 or mm-hmm. 500 or even 2000 BC or even farther back. So that's been kind of interesting to play around with. The collaboration piece, also interesting. Ah, yes. Yeah. Having complete edit rights to someone else's work brings a whole different level of community <laughs> to a project. <laughs> no doubt. So have they have the kids, um, I, I'm guessing that type of activity using with students, those four C's are easily, you've already got the collaboration part. Um, creativity, are they having being able to add their own kind of touches to it? or In a way, they have certain expectations they need to find out, you know, when it, which culture invented the thing. Like, mm-hmm. let's say it's, um, I don't know, the printing press or something like that. And so they've, creativity-wise... Not yet, maybe. Maybe or? they're just sort of paraphrasing some of the things that they've... So gotcha. they're putting things in their own words. They're mm-hmm. finding their own creative way to express some research in a way that, that, that younger kids might find interesting. That's one of their challenges oh, and part okay. of it. So they, it shouldn't sound like a textbook, but it should sound right. appealing and interesting. Right. So maybe that's the creative part. Okay. Communication-wise... Well, aren't they going to present it to the younger students? Yeah, they'll present it to the younger available? students. It'll mm-hmm. be available on a QR code. Well, the critical thinking is pretty, I think that's, that kind of mm-hmm. goes without saying, as far as finding the location back in time. On a current. On a current map, mm-hmm. yes. So, Like Mesopotamia, that is no longer, you know, exactly. labeled on. So the kids were looking at, when I gave an example, they, were, they said, wait a minute, the Iraqis didn't invent whatever it was, mm-hmm. but they had to go back in time and find out okay. what was there before Very nice. that country. Very nice. So. Now, when um, I had a teacher from Marsh Point, Miss Mahaney, and um, she, in her social studies class, they actually, each little unit that they covered or time period or war or whatever happened to be the case, 
that was her class's layers. So like if they studied the Civil War, depending on, um, you know, what she had them do, whether it was the battle sites or um, the routes that they took, um, things like that, that would be a layer. And the kids would drop the pens and um, do a little research, add an image that depicts what happened at that particular area um so that was a good thing and then i don't know that she ever did it her idea was to um have them um also measure bring in some measurement they're using i forget the name of the exact tool in my map there's a little ruler yeah um, and be able to measure you know distances as well to get that math practice in there along with the social studies I don't know if we mentioned what a layer is. It's sort of like putting a map on top of a map on top of a map. Um, In the viewable side of the map, once you, when you're finished editing, you click view map, and then you can select which layer you want to view. So in terms of these two projects, if Mm -hmm. we wanted to view just the inventions or just the things that happened during a certain time frame, we could click on that layer and just view all of that part of the world or that part of the countries or what have you. Right. And then reselect different pieces to kind of see how that all progressed. Yeah, and I think maybe if you have a radar on your phone or your device, they have different layers as well. So that kind of, re- if you're familiar with those, that's what's translating to my mouth mm-hmm. as well. The four C's, critical thinking, communication, creativity, and collaboration are universal skills that will serve students well in any career choice. Technology can help teachers design engaging lessons that incorporate the four C's, and technology gets students to put those skills to practice. This is one I've always enjoyed. I did a The Amazing Tech Race mm-hmm. using my maps, and this is this particular presentation was for teachers. And they loved it. And we would um, learn not only about my maps, but a lot of the other Google apps. But the base of it was put into a Google My Map. And I think I still have those. So I will post those instructions in our show notes um, when we're done, um, letting you know how to build that. I wouldn't recommend going all out, maybe do one or two parts, but um, until you get used to it, because it is a little back and forth, kind Mm -hmm. of. Um, Well, I asked the students, now that they've had some experience with MyMaps, how would they use it in the future? Mm -hmm. And they liked it as another way to show their learning, Mm -hmm. as another presentation tool, because the person on the, the other end that's not in edit mode can really enjoy some looking at some information from a, a worldly perspective and not just from like a slide by slide by slide. They exactly. like having a different opportunity for that. And then to take it up a notch, we can think about, you know, if teachers want to build a, an entire lesson using a Google map, my map, that's a different way for students to interact with the information and learn it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's certainly doable. When you switch it over to the student side, what, do, what are some other ideas um, that you can think of, like maybe settings from stories where they drop a pen and kind of track where that story moves throughout? Yeah, or all the different stories they've read throughout the year. Where were those? Where was the setting for each place they read about if this wanted to be a not wanted to be? If we're talking about a, a reading classroom, they could pick the settings of all of the stories as they've read a story. Just drop a pin saying the title of the story. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And Perfect. then by the end of the year, they've got a whole, whole 
map know, full of titles all <laughs> over the place. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, so science discoveries. I mean, anything basically you can think of with the map. You can also do the shapes. It connects points, and then you can, you know, create shapes, and you can ask how many sides. This is for, you know, younger ones, how many angles, um, measure the sides of the um, particular shape, different things like that. We have a teacher at Isle of Hope in the middle school that does a MyMaps mm. lesson, and his students basically take apart the state of Georgia and take all the different geographical areas, put those in different layers, and they draw lines to show how the different pieces of the state geographically change from, say, coastal to mountain. And then they have to describe each of those geographic features. And oh, nice. It's yeah. viewable that way. That's a good one. Different and way from paper. One thing, one more thing I do want to mention is that you can actually, in my maps, view it in Google Earth, which is another whole podcast episode. But um, you do have that option. A lot of times when I've done these activities, I've um, you can exit out so that you don't have that option because a lot of times with the younger oh, students, um, it can get them a little distracted. Dizzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but that is an option, and it can be not really turned on, on and off, but you can stop it from happening. In so. the settings, mm-hmm. in the vision. Mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. For more information, be sure to visit the show notes for templates, links to related articles, and previous episodes at www.somethingtotechabout.com. Um, would you like to move on to Tour Builder? Sure. So it's another mapping um, type app, but I think the difference here is that when you build a tour in Tour Builder, the students are your end user, whether they're students or teachers or whomever, they're going to go in an, a chronological order of some sort that you plan. So it's like going from step A to step B or this from point A to point B around a certain area. Maybe it could be around the world or it could be around Savannah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has a beginning and an end. Okay. So that is a difference. Okay. I that, wasn't. That's one of the big differences, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. I like the way Tour Builder interacts. Um, I like my maps too. I think the biggest piece is the, the beginning and end part. Okay. Now I know you've done a, done a presentation with the Google t- Tour mm-hmm. Builder. Can you share that with us and I what did that it did? At a, I did it at a school. I, I knew that a school was going on a tour of Savannah and um, they were taking a walking tour of several squares. So just kind of playing off that theme, I took the map of Savannah and in each square, as they virtually walked before they took their real walk, they had to do a different activity at each square as they went through the tour. Okay. So we were doing a tour of G Suite. So maybe at one of the square, the first square where we arrived, we had a small activity in Google Docs. And then you'd go back, you do the activity in Google Docs, then you go back to the tour, click on the next pin, and you would eventually go all the way around. I think we just did five or six squares. Okay. But each pin had a different activity of something to do. Gotcha. So in comparison comparison to Google Maps, just Tour Builder, because I'm, I'm not as familiar with this one, is it... Does it have all the options like being able to insert images, yes. being able to edit, to add text and different things yes. like that? Yes, you can do all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
adding media, video, um, directions as far okay. as text and stuff. Change yeah. the marker, yes. Okay. You can decide if you want it to, to go in an order A, B, C, D, one, two, three, four. All of that is editable. Okay. And I'm assuming, like all other Google apps, that it is uh, open for collaboration or not? I have not tried to collaborate with a tour builder, so I would let our listeners let us know. Yeah. I've not tried to do that with anybody. I hate to assume things when it comes to technology, but, you know, probably a pretty good bet that it's possible. Okay. I'm not positive about that. And I think with tour builder, I'm just looking at something, has a locked view, so you either choose the view you want and once you decide it you lock your view so as like if you want the street view the entire tour will be at street view um if you want bird's eye view um the entire tour would be that as well so um i'm not sure um that'll be something for them to play with i don't remember that part that that's a really good feature um but i have to say i haven't really that it didn't spark me when it when I got gotcha. to that point, so it's not sticking in my memory. Anything else? No, but I think these would be fantastic things for students to use when it comes to integrating social studies and geography into all different parts of the curriculum. It's a, here's there the are tools that will allow the students to be to create things and again to show what they know. It's they're great tools for that to happen to put in their toolbox and use when time calls for it and one thing that's nice about it it's not the same old thing that they've been doing Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. when I introduced it to my students I would like to say that they were completely jazzed about it um, but they said oh yeah that's cool that's kind of how middle school Angie (laughs) (laughs) but they did like the idea that they could do something other than what they already knew yeah so So they've learned it now they've got it and if they need it again they They can can pull it out when they need it absolutely (laughs) Jinx on you. So if you um, like what we've talked about, Google My Maps and Tour Builder, be sure to visit our website, somethingtotechabout.com, and also check out the show notes where we will provide some resources and some examples of both of these Google apps. We can pause. Yeah, but that's that's okay. And here's Zach Dennis in the newsroom. Ba-dum, ba-dum, boom. Thank you. Oh, no problem, ladies, anytime. She's so (laughs) complimentary. We'll keep her. (laughs) She didn't even laugh. Let's go.